0: Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. Hey, I'm Jim Dudley. Hey, Jim. You know, it's no secret uh, that police agencies across the country um, are seeing a massive downturn in the number of people who are applying to be officers. I I saw a story not too long ago. uh, I think it was the Boston chief, or maybe it was the former commissioner who said uh, something like there's 2,300 people, you know, looking to become cops in that city, and Thirty years ago, when, we, when he came on the job, he was among fifteen thousand people. Um, you know, and of course, we know the reason for this is largely because of you know increased violence against officers, um, people understanding that there's perhaps increased risk of um, death, great bodily harm, um, anti-police sentiment, and um, the prospect of being sued for just conducting your job. You know, within policy and within the law, and. You know, the fact of the matter is, is that millennials—they're um, looking at the job market, and you know, they see the pay isn't that great compared to some of the things that they they could be doing. Um, pensions are disappearing in some places, so you don't get that incentive. Um, and they're looking at all of the say pr- pros and cons. And I've got my left hand raised in the air with all of the the number of cons, and my right hand's down here, uh, down by my knee, with the number of pros, and they. They say, all right, well, maybe I'll um, study computer programming or video game design or, you know, something a little bit more, you know, eight to five. And, you know, I get to go, you know, uh, home on weekends and I get the unlimited snacks in the snack room with my (laughs) yogurt parfaits and my protein bars, Um, you know, go to work for some startup or something else. So let's look at this from two sides of the equation. So we have the people who want to become officers or people who we may want to influence to become officers who listen to the podcast. And then, of course, we have the law enforcement officers, the recruiters, the people who have an interest in you know, filling the vacancies and the ranks. Um, you know, we've talked in the past about lowering standards, which I believe we shouldn't do. Um, we should adjust some standards, of course, in states where marijuana is legal. Uh, you know, you're not breaking the law. Uh, you have to address that. Um, we've talked about recruiting units. You know, I know San Francisco Police Department here has a very robust recruiting unit. Uh, I see them everywhere I go, anytime there's a parade or a street fair or whatever else. Um, and of course, we've talked in the past about officers being the the recruiters to themselves. I mean, they're out there on the street and they have the uh, ability to influence with their, their contacts, especially with young people, you know, maybe influence them to want to become a cop. What's, what's your thoughts on that? And then let's talk about the other side of the equation the, the people who, you know, could potentially be in the, the employee pool.
1: Sure. And I agree with, with mostly everything you said about the reasons why it is so hard and so difficult to recruit new officers. I think one of the the primary reasons these days is that we have the lowest unemployment rate uh, in several years. Uh, there are a lot of people that are employed right now. And, and like you said, there are a lot of jobs out there, especially in technology, software and social media that just offer so many perks, including 401s or revenue sharing or or uh, stock, stock options and sure. things like that, that, um, you know, there, there people see dollar signs and the risk is low, uh, in those kinds of environment. Uh, recently on, on the police one website, um, I saw that Nancy Perry listed an article about the 25% increase in the first half of 2017 of officers killed in the line of duty. Uh, it was material posted on the law enforcement, uh, officers memorial website. And I don't know that that is so much in the forefront of the minds of people uh, pursuing a law enforcement career, but certainly it may, makes people think and, and, and continue to uh, examine um, whether or not they pursue a law enforcement career. So that said, I would say right now we're in a buyer's market that I would say across the country law enforcement agencies are having trouble recruiting people and maybe it's through their own uh, failed efforts maybe their recruiting isn't so robust maybe they're looking in the wrong places um maybe they haven't had a, a change in their standards for more than 35 years mm-hmm. as i'm sure a lot of agencies have not but um are we focusing on returning uh, military veterans are we going to colleges with uh Uh, the criminal justice uh, majors in mind? Are we going to fitness centers? Are we going to uh, places where athletes hang out? Um, There there are all kinds of untapped resources out there where we should be looking for new candidates. And I think a lot of the times we reach out to candidates when we do put a a video on our websites that shows, what what do we see usually? Cop on a motorcycle? The bomb dog, SWAT, all the sexy, you know, guns and ammo and stuff. Um, I think we should show the other side of policing, too. Community policing, walking Mm footbeats, interacting with the community, interacting with the business community, Uh, highlight school resource officers. Um, You know, people get into law enforcement for different reasons. And some guys do think about catching the bad guy Mm -hmm. as their primary purpose of being in law enforcement. Others like to see them be a change agent within their community. And I tell all the critics that I encounter whether it's at school or or elsewhere that if you really if you're a young person looking for a career and you don't like what's going on in law enforcement, then get in law enforcement, figure out how it works and be a change agent if yeah. that's what you want to do.
0: Yeah, I read somewhere, and I wish I could make the proper attribution, but it might have been in Police Chief magazine, something like that, that um, some 60 percent of people who join law enforcement uh, either have a friend or relative as a young person Mm -hmm. that was in law enforcement. So an uncle, an aunt, a dad, mom, what have you, cousin. Um, And I think that there's something to that. uh, But I think that that's not really a recruiting strategy. I think that's just a happy accident. And I think where, where I kind of tend to kind of always come back to kind of the same place is, you know, you got to get them when they're young. Yeah. Uh, so police athletic leagues and explorer programs and things like that, uh, going, like you'd said, going to the schools, having a school resource officer present, you know, I mean, just having an officer on site, um, first off, makes the school safer. So that's a big win, but also it gives kids the exposure to officers in a different environment from you know, an arrest environment, for example.
1: Yeah, I think we need to also address that sort of fear of the unknown that I hear a lot of candidates say they're afraid of oral boards, they're afraid of the physical agility test, of the polygraph or the psych test, that they it's the fear of the unknown, and sometimes that's just enough to deter them from uh, from applying to an agency. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I think also that um Let's let's talk about the the, the, the potential employee pool. Um, you know, you'd mentioned athletes, you'd mentioned sports and, the, you know, cops have certain traits, right? They're competitive, they're, they're physically fit. Um, they tend to be type A individuals. And you're going to find people like that on the football field. Problem solvers, exactly. You're going to find folks like that on the basketball court, in the football field. Um, You're going to find people like that in in a a variety of individual sports, you know, everything from swimming to boxing to jujitsu. All of those traits are present in those, again, going back to the youth, you know, you have officers, of course, are going to be taking care of the football game on Friday night, right? Make that a more proactive role, not just standing around watching for something bad to happen, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but interacting and really, really being a recruiter, really being forthcoming and saying, hey, you know, this is a pretty good job. Um, You know, you you look like you're built for, you know, just about anything. Why don't you come on down? We'll take a, you know, walk around the station. We'll show you what's what's what, you know? Sure.
1: And and I've also seen qualified candidates. Now speaking to the candidates, uh, qualified candidates for whatever reason, have a problem uh, through the testing phase. So they stay in the area and they keep running into the wall, sometimes literally, sometimes figuratively, of of not quite making the cut for the hiring pool. So my recommendation to them is if you are uh, otherwise uh, physically, mentally and emotionally able to get on with a law enforcement agency, it is a buyer's market. Go out there, research different areas of the country, right. uh, see what suits you. If you haven't started a family yet, the really the, the world is your oyster, right? And so you can pick and choose where you wanna live, the quality of life, the uh, salary should not be, <laughs> this is tough to say, uh, but the salary shouldn't be your one single guiding force to which agency you use. A lot of agencies looking for people out there um, do your research do your due diligence maybe go stay there for a couple of days if you can afford to do that but definitely uh, don't put all your eggs in the basket just because you're from an area There. are a lot of great departments out there.
0: Yeah. So uh, we want to know what you think about the matter of recruiting, whether you are a potential employee who's, uh, you know, as Jim had said, having maybe a hard time hitting the wall in different agencies they're trying to apply to, or if you are an agency and you're, you know, thirsty for good candidates, uh, send us an email to matters at police1.com. That's policingmatters at police1.com. Thanks again for listening.